and welcome to the second episode of Himalayan Bites. I'm Andrew Rich. And I'm Tony Damien. Today, we're going to be talking about pre-bid stakes. Pre-bid stakes, they're one of the many things that bidders can do when they're thinking about a deal. A couple of gating issues to be thinking about. Firstly, most importantly, and certainly something ASIC would want to remind everyone about is insider trading. So question, do you have any non-public price sensitive information about the target? And unless you can come up with a cure for that, uh, that's a box which will be a problem if you can't tick it. Secondly, from a contractual perspective, you might have signed an NDA with the target and the price of getting diligence might have been that you had to sign up to a standstill which restricts you from buying shares in the target for 12 months, 18 months, or two years. So a couple of things to think about there, Andrew, but what else on the regulatory front? Yeah, well, good question, Tony. The first one is the 5% threshold. Once you cross that, you must publicly announce the fact you've done so, even if you're not ready to announce your deal. But you've also got to be alive to the fact that even at less than 5%, the target might uncover your buying activities through the service of tracing notices. And then finally, the question arises, what percentage can you buy up to? And that'll be impacted by a couple of points. Firstly, to what extent is there stock out there to buy? And secondly, are there any regulatory limitations that might kick in at less than 20%, such as under our foreign investment rules? Thank you, Andrew. And in terms of the pros and cons, what are some of the pros? What are some of the reasons you might want to get a pre-bid stake? Yeah, well, firstly, and most obviously, it might provide a lower entry price into the target. But on the strategic front, it has a number of potential advantages. Firstly, and most obviously, it might act to dissuade rival bidders. If you're sitting there, for example, with 20% of the target, that might give you the chance to block any rival transaction. From a target's perspective, arriving with a significant pre-bid stake is a sign of intent, and the target is more likely to engage with you. And then, just as importantly, the question arises as to what happens if an auction does emerge? Well, if you've got a big pre-bid stake, that's going to guarantee you a seat at the table in those discussions. Tony, there's some of the pros. What about some of the cons? Yeah, thank you, Andrew. So some of the cons, well, first of all, you've got to have the capital to allocate, but assuming that you do, uh, the first thing to think about, in my view, is that if you go out on your raid to acquire the stake and you fail, that is a disastrous start to the campaign. So that's a risk you need to keep in mind. If you do succeed, or indeed if you fail, you're outed. And so people will know that this company is in play. It tells your competitors that the game is on. Other things to think about, if you acquire some shares, you won't be able to vote them at a scheme meeting. And last but not least, you've also got to think about the minimum bid price rule in the takeover context. So a few things to think about there, but pre-bid stakes, while simple, are alive and well in our market. So recently we've had Tassar, we've had Nitro, we've had Virtus, all deals where a pre-bid stake, I think, had quite an important role. So we've obviously covered a lot of ground today. If you've got one tip for our audience, what would it be? Well, perhaps in the usual fashion, some might say, I have three tips. And these three tips were given to me as a very junior M&A lawyer by a very senior investment banker who said there were three golden rules of public M&A. Buy shares, buy shares, and buy shares. Wise words of advice. Thank you, Tony. We look forward to you all joining us for the next episode of Himalayan Bites.